Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from The Tree Group. My name is James Walters, I'm the Commercial Director and we are a business growth agency that helps automotive companies to grow by combining their sales marketing and websites and providing an outsourced sales service. So this time we're going to carry on from the previous podcast where we talked about sourcing passive buyer leads and we're looking at the next step of sourcing leads, which is ones you already got. I'm joined by Laura Haywood, and uh, welcome, Laura. Good afternoon, James. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. So we, um, I'd say we're pretty good at helping our clients find contacts they've already got and and re-engaging with them. Um, just give us a brief overview of um, of how you get involved in that part of things for our clients. Yeah, I mean, as we've discussed, these are these are a really good source of information. Um, the likelihood is that you've already know a bit of information about them already, um, or they've been in previous contact with the company, um, but for whatever reason, um, things just didn't progress. Um, so we really think about leveraging the contacts that we've already got because half the work is already done they're already in your crm yeah um but, but i think that's probably an important bit isn't it that if all you've got is outlook you're making it difficult for yourself um so yeah really good point i'd sort of um, butt in and, and mention no, no, the, no, the crm is important i mean you and this is where you have to do a lot of the thinking early on when you're thinking about reconnecting with people it's and this is what the CRM allows you to do is you can kind of really think about who we want to reconnect with and the CRM makes that very easy to do so we can tell the last time we contacted them um, we can see you know why the contact was there what what happened and that's really useful because you can quickly put a, a, a list together um, whereas as you say if you just had you know an email account you, you just couldn't do that no exactly that um so so let's give a bit of context as to, to what we would do so we always use uh, a crm uh, when we work with it with any client and we always use hubspot to be honest um because it offers everything we need um and it allows a company to grow from a one-person business to uh, a an enterprise size organization and we would always start off with a few different views. So we, we're calling them views. Ultimately, they're lists of contacts. And it allows Laura to have a look at, uh, typically, who, what contacts in the CRM haven't been contacted for six months. And that allows us to generate that list. Now, where we like to get involved is if a client has got HubSpot Marketing Pro, we can actually automate emails and marketing activity to these contacts. Um, so there's no actual need to get involved on the marketing level. Um, but when a client doesn't have HubSpot Marketing Pro, then Laura's becoming the, the marketing tool ultimately. So um, once once we've got the list there, Laura, just talk us through what you would do and talk us, talk us through how the sequencing tool in HubSpot is, is good for you. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a massive time saver. Uh, 
biodiversity. Um, so we need to think about the, the reconnect campaign. So how many emails do we want to send them? What do we want to put in those emails? Um, what are the what's the spacing in terms of time between those emails? Um, and then once we we've come up with a campaign, um, it might be two or three emails spread over a week. It could be, you know, fewer or more. It, it's really it's so flexible. You, you, you can tailor all of that to how, exactly how you want it. Um, we then use HubSpot to to uh, bulk enroll the people the, the people that we want to reconnect with. So HubSpot will send off the first one and it will it will wait a week or whatever the, the time period is, is and it will send the next one off and what's really good and also a massive time saver is as soon as somebody um, engages with that email um, and that could be they've replied back to you or they've looked at uh, maybe they've clicked on a document link that you've sent them we can immediately they they will if they reply, they'll, they'll kind of drop out, and I then see them in, in kind of my view, let's put it. Um, we know that this is a really good chance that somebody's taking the time to reply back, um, or they've engaged in some other way, and we really prioritize those people, um, you know, in terms of who is most likely to, to want to be re-engaged. Yeah, I think that's important, bit, isn't it, that we, we ultimately, don't want to get in the way of people and I suppose having the right tools means that the people that do show a level of interest then we can engage with with those which is trying to whilst we're trying to sell or our clients are trying to sell it's got to be right for the person on on the other hand on, on the other end and um, and I suppose what we're talking about at this level as well is that we use something called life cycle stage for every single contact within each of the CRMs. And that allows us to know what stage did this contact get to? So if somebody was a customer, then they'll always be shown as a customer. But what we're doing here is we're looking at lists of people that were only ever a lead. So that's, that's right at the start of the sales process. And we would do a similar thing. So what we're talking about today, re-engagement, Re-engagement for Laura are contacts that are leads, but then re-engagement for the sales team would be contacts that reached the sales qualified lead uh, status. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as well, what, what we forget is you, you could argue, oh, you know, people are you're going to um, potentially you'll get some people that unsubscribe, but, but that's fine because that means they're not they're not a good fit and let's yes. not waste our time going after people that have no interest so uh, I, there are no downsides for me yeah definitely. Um, you know we we know that in general databases in terms of the, the data quality that degrades um over a period of time and it, it's just the, the the kind of added benefit is any unsubscribers or any bounces we know that we yeah. need to go in and, and clean that data Definitely. Yeah. And that helps keep the data and list fresh. That improves deliverability of emails. And, and like you say, it's about you know, trying to keep a list of people that, that do want to hear from us. Yeah. And I mean, um, you know, if you 
a lot can happen in six months. It could be that the reason the lead never, uh, you know, progressed was maybe it wasn't the right time for them. Um, and now it is the right time. Um, yeah. Maybe when we first saw them, we, we couldn't enrich them enough. There was some information that we, you know, we needed at a minimum and we couldn't find it. And, and now we can. Um, and also as well, and this is kind of an unseen benefit is it's if you haven't engaged with them for, for six months and they and they worry at some point they have shown interest so it's a nice reminder to just you know put your hand up and go hey we're still here yeah um and you, you know we can we can see when they've um you know even though they might not necessarily reply and you might not um get any sort of direct communication we we, we know um you know the sorts of things that they've been looking at um and it, it's not wasted time because they know that you're still there and you're you're still offering so um, yeah definitely yeah and like i say we're able to so we'll, we'll, we'll typically we'll do some setup work so we've got that list of a new batch of contacts to re-engage with laura will go through and um bulk enroll the list of people list of contacts into into the sequence which is um you know it can be a number of different emails that uh, that stop automatically if we get a reply and then um and then the, the bit that's interesting is is what we know when we then come to review the campaign and and one way we're, we're able to then hand off uh new leads for sales but ultimately these are these are leads that we already know about in our crm but we're able to see a predictive lead score. So based on all the different sorts of activity that a contact has done uh, on and off the website, we can see the likelihood of a contact to become a customer in 90 days. So typically we'll shortlist the contacts that have the highest likelihood to close. Um, we'll, we'll take a look at contacts that have clicked links in emails. So there's, there's genuine intent from the people we are going to contact and and even we'll we'll shortlist the contacts that have viewed pages on the website as a result of the campaign um, as well as knowing if if any meetings were booked directly from the campaign um, and you know we've done this recently for a, a couple of our our clients it's something that we look to do every month but it directly generated uh, new customers and a pot of uh, active leads for the sales team to work so yeah it just it just shows that even though you've got existing data it can still generate opportunities exactly like like you say Laura that now just might be the right time yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so very good very good very good so um we're gonna we're gonna carry on the the thread of this uh, podcast series so next time we're going to then talk about, you know, you've got a pot of leads that have been generated and then we're going to talk about handing those over to sales. And we're going to cover a few different areas like enriching and uh, researching those contacts. So that's it for this time. Thanks, Laura, for joining us. If no you'd problem. like to subscribe to our podcast, you can do that on iTunes and SoundCloud or you can check out our blog which is thetreegroup.co.uk slash news. Thanks for listening and check back again soon. Bye-bye.